man. We on? Yeah, you're, you're not going to sing your Ain't Nothing But a Tank song or whatever <laughs> you were doing earlier. <laughs> hey, man, you should have had that shit on. Ain't nothing but a G-spot, baby. <laughs> Two locked out testicles going crazy. And then let's go in with the same. <laughs> That's a very good segue, Paul. Oh, it is. I told you, all of my critics, I told you all that I was the greatest of all time. Want to beat Sunday Liston? I told you today, I'm still the greatest of all time. Never again. Make me the underdog until I'm about 50 years old. Right. Then you might get me. Talk about how big George Foreman is, how terrible. I'm scared for my life, how relentless he is. That sucker ain't nothing. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight count, and Foreman is as poised as can be. Being us both religious people, Mohammed and myself, you'll be very fortunate if I don't act as an exorcist and beat the devil out of him. Or forming the devil out of him on his grill. Separate all the grease and the sand away from him. Suckle, look at you. You out, Suckle. You out, Sucker. So anyway, we lost Muhammad Ali. Yeah, that's what I was uh, telling Brian. Uh, first off, hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm Paul. I'm Brian. Yeah, we was... Uh, Hit was, us up on the Twittersphere thing, at BingeWatchPC. Paul will send you nude uh, photos of himself in private messages if you do. I I will, of Muhammad Ali, actually. <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. Uh, well, <laughs> here comes hate mail. I can hear it. Hey, man. Shock. It's like Donald Trump. Shock. Oh, but did you see where Donald Trump... Uh, was ragging on uh, Obama because Obama had said a lot of our sports stars are uh, Muslim, and so Trump was like, "Who he's talk? Who's he talking about? He's crazy." Just after he had tweeted about how awesome Muhammad Ali was, uh, yeah, he has. <laughs> I I am starting to think that either Donald Trump is a double agent who's working for Hillary Clinton, <laughs> and he's he's there just to destroy the republic, the remnants of the Republican Party. Or he uh, has a large brain tumor, and he's just gone. I mean, because could be both. Yeah. Did you see that? Did I send you that thing? Uh, the new, I think it's the New York Post or uh, New York Daily. That article that somebody was making, drawing parallels uh, between early Reagan and Donald Trump. I did. I saw. I did not have a chance to read it though. It's. It's. It's like. Oh wow! He is. He has taken that playbook and repeating it. That's basically what it looks like. What he's doing, yeah. And, and uh, well, he's got old timers too. Well, I don't. Yeah, probably. I think he maybe he's playing it backwards or something. I don't know. But it's uh, it was interesting the parallels and it was a very well thought out article. I love a good parallelogram. That's what she said. Yep. Yeah. She did. You see, we're ready for do some news. Yes, I am for binge watch podcast. Why is that not making noise? I don't know. Oh, it's that's at the why. end. Hey, no. uh, so uh, hit, hit pause before we do the news. What are we? Uh, what topics are we talking about before we do the news? Before we do the news, yeah. we're going to talk about shows, TV shows. Yeah, which ones? Stuff. All right. We're we'll probably save Orphan till the end. Okay. Um, I am behind on Fear. I'm still not caught up. Yeah. Which is telling you where that's at in my yeah. priorities of priorities. Yeah. That that may be my blind spot. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, um, I'm still. It's okay. 
And so we'll do games. Okay. Games Game is awesome. Game of Thrones. It's awesome. Hold the door. Hold, hold the door. Hold the door. I actually left my the big list in the other room. Dummy. Um, uh, Orphan Black. Uh, we'll be talking about. I'll just you, mention Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And you're gonna. Fun. You did watch the first episode of Chef's Table. So we're yes. Gonna talk about that. Yes. And uh, Night Manager. I watched all that. I'm still only. I've got two episodes to go. Yeah, it'll just wrap I'm it up. I'm going to squeeze out some time. Let me so just far. tell you how it is. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you how it goes. Yeah. Wrote a song about one of it. Here it is. Here it goes. And uh, we can mention there's a couple you of things 12 about. 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. Yep. Um, what else? I started watching Alias. I know. Yeah. So I'm I'm uh, definitely jonesing to hear your take on it. Blacklist. Blacklist too. Yeah. Which you owe me a dollar. I know. I got That's it in my. Thing. I got two fifty cent pieces in my pocket right now. I was going to bring you a bag full of pennies, but I forgot. <laughs> that'd have been that'd have been awesome. But that uh, was the first soon. Like I didn't want to like text you about it until I knew that you were caught up because I didn't want to like ruin it. Yeah. Um. Not that I. I felt like it was. A, it was kind of a got, given that they were going to bring her back. Yeah, and it, they sort of tel- telegraphed it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's like why do you keep on talking about Cuba for. <laughs> Cuba Gooden Jr.? Yeah. So I think I'm one. There's been an episode since the unveiling, or was that the end of the season? I think that was the end of the season. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. That's a good way to wrap oh, it up. Oh, and uh, season three of Peaky Blinders is on Netflix, so we're going to talk oh, about that. Okay. I haven't started watching that, but I've heard good it's things. It's good, shouldn't it? Shouldn't it? So you yeah. ready to do the news? Uh, yes. Binge watch podcast news. All right. So I figured out why I had uh, accidentally clicked on the mute thing there. Oh, that's good keyboard. What is it? What is this? The motion graphics uh, looks like a junior college. I know it graphic. was very pixelated there, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, in the news, uh, Amazon targets YouTube with new online video posting service. They're trying to compete. I don't think I'm excited about that. Uh, they. Uh, what I like about, and not from a, I love competition, but what I like about YouTube is only got one place to go look for shit. I know, right? Yeah. Well, you, well, you got to hone in on a, a man's muscle. <laughs> what do you got to yeah. What do you got to do? What do you got to What do you What is this? Turf wars? <laughs> what is this? Crips. Red red bandana on the left side. That's the Crips side. That's right. Um maybe it's because uh YouTube Red has been doing so well. So Amazon thought, man, we got to get in and do that. Well, uh apparently. I don't think so. And at the break I I I got I got some off-air news that I'll tell you about. Uh, oh, okay. Um uh, Amazon com Inc. It says, why do I, I don't need the ink. I don't have to get a receipt between <laughs> this transaction. Uh, we'll let people post videos to his website and earn money from advertising royalties and other sources, uh, like selling crank down the block or something. I don't know. Um, down. Let's do this. Um, Amazon offers movies and television programs over the internet including its own original productions to compete with Netflix Incorporated. Incorporated, they're throwing that in on everybody. Everybody's incorporated. Binge Watch Podcast Incorporated. Um, It will let uh, Amazon give customers more options about what they watch without an upfront fee. YouTube Red. Uh, Red Tube. (laughs) Um, And it'll be paced based on how their content performs. It'll be interesting um, it's a gold to rush. see how that goes. 
Uh, do oh, here's the list. So, did you send me the article, or did I read the article on my own about um, how successful and important the most important v- vloggers are now? Yeah, I sent that to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And I watch a. I mean, I have. There's a ton of them that I watch that are PewDiePie. subject. Subject no. Subject wise. <laughs> Um, although those guys, those are the guys that are making the most, most money. Yeah. Um, Six and a half million he pulled down last year. I know. But how advertisers are just flocking to them because it's such a direct eyeball. They've already pre-filtered. This is the kind of shit they like, you know, so they're not blanket marketing and yeah, um, all that stuff. So that, I mean, I feel like unless basically people are just going to run dual channels like here's my amazon channel it's got the same thing as my youtube channel yeah like how will they pull content that's unique you know what i mean because you'd have to have something that would make it monetarily more beneficial to go over to the amazon thing as opposed to just doing your youtube that that sort of enters into an interesting land of amazon saying or vice versa saying man you just ran that on youtube i don't don't want your stale leftovers right i want some new and fresh and then again, on Facebook, I'm, they don't care. They just take whatever. Yeah. Hey, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just repackage it, it and we'll put our own ads. Throw on. ninegag.com over, label <laughs> over to the corner, and it's the yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. IO9, all that stuff. Um, gosh, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I, as a person who loves the competition, loves these people to cut each other to bits because it generally has value to us, it seems like a devaluer of having multiple places to go search for stuff that you want to do. Yeah. Well, and it, that gets all down to the stuff we've talked about over the months is that, um, things are shifting away from, I think this is, it's like we was t- we've been talking about things have been shifting over to places like AMC and stuff like that. And how you got cord cutters like yourself. Um, everybody's competing for eyeballs in people's living rooms and on their digital devices because as you well know i think the most popular tv station in my house is youtube i <laughs> know <laughs> that that's, that's all, all they the watch kid, that's all the kids watch Th- that's all they watch they don't i swear to god nicholas does not watch anything on tv unless it's unless it's is... like cops or uh, caught on camera or yeah. something that he could probably see on youtube anyway yeah the, everything that they talk about is oh did you see the YouTuber, blah, 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 that did blah, 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 or the funny jokes or the, yeah. you know, it's all on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, it's like uh, cable uh, media has been turned into BuzzFeed, right. <laughs> basically. Hey, let's report what's on Reddit and YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just all aggregates of aggregates. Seems now. like, in, I mean, obviously Amazon always finds a way to kind of get themselves in there with the exception of their phones, which were terrible yeah. and have been a Fire ma- stick. major blow up. Well, I think the Fire Stick is fine because it just gives you Amazon Prime stuff. Yeah. Um, just like the box. Uh, but the uh, their Fire Phone, and they had another, I guess the Fire Pad or something like that. I think those have been dismal underperformers. Well, there is a little bit more. I do like. I'm sorry, go ahead. What's the tall stick thing that you talk to? Ariel? Oh, the Echo? Echo. Yeah. It's not, yeah, but it's. Echo. Her echo, name is. Echo. She has a name. Oh, Alexa. Alexa. Yes. That's a very cool. I've seen that in operation. It's Works flawlessly, be... and it's super fucking cool. Yeah, I did, I did see it. It wasn't... Uh... Unlike Siri, she actually understands the fuck you say. I know. 
I know, right? Uh, the um, I saw something. I didn't mention it. Uh, I didn't write it down, to, but it, it caught my attention that uh, Facebook caught some flack recently because apparently they have uh, technology in place that they could be apparently listening <laughs> to everything people are saying. I even, read that. But you know, you, you, you saw that. Okay. It's a, if I remember correctly, and then I went and read an article about it because I had maybe something a year past. It's a, one of those bylaws that's been in their agreement, user agreement forever. Yeah. Um, I, if I remember correctly, I mean, apparently it's not they like have they have rights to our DNA. <laughs> I mean, they have all sorts listening twenty four seven. But if you post um, videos or your live stream, it's so that they something around this so that you can't sue them for hosting your live streams and stuff. Okay, you know it's if I remember correctly, it sounds in Facebook more sensational a, than it really right. is. Right when you read the text, and I think the their legalese. It reads rather shockingly, but then when they say, no, here's what this means, you're like, oh. Yeah, but man, I don't want to have to have a... I mean, first, who reads those Eulas anyway? <laughs> Second... <laughs> Dude, I, I do word for word. Man, I see, see how I see how fast... I want to make sure that I can post my dick pics. It's like I'm I'm on like Usain Bolt. <laughs> 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 yeah. Page 21. Accept. <laughs> yeah. Sign my life away. But, you know, because they are now sort of getting ready... Because Periscope's been adopted like that yeah i don't know if you i think you're still periscoping or, or watching some periscopes. A, a, a little bit it's uh it's one of those things that it's sort of like twitter it sounds more fun than it really is yeah. you know it's well, what i have had a hard time doing is finding the content on there i want to find yeah i mean i i generally will i'll i'll zero in on it if uh I want to see a UFC fight. <laughs> yeah, that I can uh, yeah. see uh, some. Uh, uh, which I did not watch the one Saturday night, but mad props to Bisbing for beating. Yeah, Rock he Hole. he's first Brit- British champion. Yeah, right? yeah, and it, dude, that was a long fucking hard battle for him to get up there, even to get the dude, shot. And he is thirty four, thirty six. Yeah, to get the shot too. He's a, he's but he's kind of in his prime. That's you know early thirties, mid thirties is kind of their prime. Yeah, because it use uh, generally with males, they used to say that thirty two was peak muscle yeah. and yeah old body twitch and all that but now with the training and stuff like that that yeah they can push up to close to 40 and there's still several be in of prime. them out there still kicking ass at 40 yeah i mean you, look how well randy couture did he was a beast anyway but yeah, he was he fought was all the way up mad, in the 50 mad I, I think he's caught a lot of flack here recently for being um for juicing Oh, I'm sure they all do. But Dan Henderson fought last night too. I didn't, again, I didn't see the fights. That guy has no neck whatsoever. I know, and he, but he, he's a badass. He's like 42 or 43. Yeah, he's getting up there. Um, so young, good for young, those guys. Younger than us. Yeah. Oh, today's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! See if you had Facebook. I'd have known that. Yeah, I'll tell you now. It is, Put it on your calendar. <laughs> it is the only way I keep up with everybody's birthday. I know. I know. It's <laughs> a, it's one of those thing, weird things that. Uh, I just don't like Facebook, man. They listen in, in on my shit. <laughs> I know. They're stealing. They're hosting my dick pics without my permission. Like, how, can, how can a man jerk his gherkin with, <laughs> without getting... That's pickle talk, people. That's right. Sweet pickles. Uh, uh, so um, this whole thing, uh, wrapping up on this uh, Amazon thing, uh, they did state that the service is, this video service is designed for professional video producers, but its only requirements are that the videos be high definition and have closed captioning for the hearing impaired. So that's a couple of little caveats in Who there. Who the fuck can afford that? So that's all the vloggers are out. None of them are going to do that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Unless what there's some automated technology that does it. Well, they just, uh, they'll, 
upload it to YouTube and they'll let it automate it and then and then they'll just post it over. Yeah, it's like I what guess. Facebook does. I guess. So yeah, so I thought that was uh, I thought that was uh, interesting. I sort of raised my eyebrows at that too, but I mean everybody's going for the eyeballs in in the home. Um, other Amazon news, real quick. Um, uh, Bezos says uh, Amazon waiting for acceptable business terms before Amazon Video will be on Apple TV. I did that. There's been a lot of news in the last week or two about trying to clarify why Apple is shunning them and Google and all that, and getting on the platform. It all goes back. They're they're all trying yeah. to dominate. The, yeah. the home TV market. Yeah, I mean that's the last bastion of where everything's going to end up. And neither one of those guys are going to say, "Hey Bezos, you know what? We'll let you on our platform." And even Steven, you'll you'll be like just as you make just as much money as us. Yeah. No, 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 it's never going to take off fully until it's ubiquitous. Like you can, like it's a, just another channel on whatever box you buy. Well, and that's that's the thing that um, Nintendo has gotten a lot of flack for this, and Apple has always gotten a lot of flack. They they have a closed sandbox. It's a closed system. You know, they don't let people have hooks in. They don't. You know, it's it's hard to get in their pile, and they you know they've caught a ton of flack for iTunes. You know how shitty that software is, and uh, so it's it's. That's I think like I think the smartest years thing. Ago, I think the smartest thing they could probably do. Apple could probably do, make everything open source. And it's the same thing that people have given Microsoft a ton of shit about. Just make that shit open source. You will dominate. But they don't want to give that up. It's like, it's like Napster, right? The music industry. Oh, I'm scared of that. What is that? Fire. Oh. Well, I, I, I tend to disagree because. They're the most successful company in the history of the world, and they're not open source. Yeah, but so I, I and I understand what you're saying, but I think that it's going to be one of those things when you have the next big thing. I mean, you look at how um, in smartphones, how Google has with Android has, and it's not totally open open source, but it's open source enough that it's on more devices than anything now. And Samsung flipped the switch on Apple, so shit turns really quick. Well, I think that's where... I, you're hot and then I, you're anything not. Anything Apple's going to have to make adjustments for. I don't think it's the TV, the home, iTunes. I think all that stuff is smoking red hot, cooking with gas for them. The, their issue is everybody... They've made the phone so good... I'm looking at you that, don't, you don't, that three dog pile of yeah, <laughs> picture on there. You don't need to upgrade the phone. That's where they're getting killed. Yeah, it's on the phone sales, the platform. Yeah. So I don't like. I, I I could envision, and this is where I think they should uh, think about things down the road. Is stop as these phone sales wind down, and it's a, such so commoditized that there, you can't have a phone that is better than anybody else's because every fucking thing that you could think or want or need on there is already on there. That I think Apple should get out of the phone making business, then open it up and say, Samsung, if you want to make a iOS compatible phone, fucking have at it. Yeah, and and I and then allow their software out out into the world and to take on, and anybody can make those. I think that's where, at some point, their phone sales are going down like 
crazy. I mean, yeah, it's down to this, was it something Apple like six plus eighteen eighteen percent from last year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, that's a monster drop off. That's a huge drop, and there's been such a spike, and um, and there's all these markets opening up, and China's like, now nah, we don't really need your. Right, iPhone. so to get we have, they have to bring the price of the phone down so low that their margins go away, and if your margins go away, then they should get out of that game. Yeah, and, and didn't that Foxconn plant, the uh, plant that manufactures most of uh, the iPhones over in China, they laid off sixty thousand workers. Yeah. Well, I think they have like a hundred Foxconn plants over there. It's like yeah, they they put those things up in like a week, and then they get ten thousand people working inside them the next week. But yeah, no. I, so I, that's where I feel like it's the hardware piece that it, at some point they're really going to have to go get away from. Yeah, because that it, that ends up being that's such a drain on resources. Is that yeah? Make make. I mean, that's what I thought. Always thought was smart with Android. Is that there you go? Well, have the, at it, fellows. Right, <laughs> but the, it's because the margins have been so high. That's what's made it worth it. Yeah. But if they're if they're having to invest all that time, energy, and effort on it, and their sales go down so far that even at a high margin, it's not enough money to continue to spend the money for R and D. Yeah. Then just let somebody else make a better phone, and you guys go do what you do is, which is deliver music and deliver, blah blah blah, and and have the, control the iOS. Yeah. But who gives a shit? Who makes the fucking yeah? Because unless unless because um, you know VR is the next thing. Unless if that really takes hold, which depending on how the global economy does, it could put a knife in that. But yeah, I mean, like you said, a phone's a phone's a phone. Yeah, and you're not going. There is no more oh shit factor unless they come up with something that is incredible. Yeah. Well, you know that. So the, it's time to get out of that cuz they they keep on bricking their phones this planned obsolescence and people are getting tired of that shit. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I would not mind is, if this phone works for me for the next 5 years, I am fine with that. Yeah, and I don't under, even understand like what are they going to do? That, what are the technology that I'm not interested in the tactic stuff. So what technology they're going to roll roll out that I'm like, "Oh, my phone's useless now." They've got a new configuration of charger. <laughs> And that's what they do. They accept, They change. They keep on changing. Okay, it's a different dongle spongle. You know, it's like come on, something stop like that. that. But they had to. The charger to flatten the phone out. They couldn't go with those old chargers. Well, you know what and I mean. And for five though. bucks, you can buy converter from the old charger to the new charger. So that's not a great business plan. Yeah. All yeah. right. You got one other news article. One. Or, oh, man, I got others, but I'll. I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll skip that shit. Uh, hold on a second. Let's see. It's got to be something good in there. There is always something good. I had Although to. we kind of touched on four, to four of the things that you sent me this last week. Yeah. Uh, Netflix cuts over six days of commercials from your life per year. Yes. <laughs> I thought you'd be good at, uh, yeah. at that. I'll, even though the commercials, they get they let them get to know you. And it, what I, here's what I do I want wish, a copper pot still. <laughs> they could add or take away on a 45-minute show, they could save another five minutes probably by taking all the you know when they load up something on Netflix I don't need the outro yeah. to commercials and I don't need the intro you know there's always like a 30 second shot on each side of the thing to alright here's what's going to happen when we come back Yeah. and then there's a hey here's what happened before we cut away to kind of get your mind back into things Yeah. and so there's a couple minutes in there plus with their splash and all that stuff that just take that out. Yeah. That's what Short I love about. Episode. And we've talked about that. I love, that's what I love about shows about like Gotham is yeah. they, they do the little story tease in and then Gotham 
And then that's it. Yes. That's it. That's perfect. Get to getting. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, binge, uh, binge, binge list, uh, blacklist does that too, right? They yeah. get they get right to the shit. Yeah. Uh, we just switched from, uh, thank God, from Frontier Communications, piece of shit, to Time Warner, which is going to soon be Spectrum because they got bought out by uh, Charter, unbeknownst to us. Oh. But it is much faster. It's true coax cable, not DSL modem. Right. Um, and, man, it's, it's lightning fast. Awesome. And uh, the... Uh, well, I know everybody that's still with that frontier is just getting. Oh, it's a it's, it's, it's a clusterfuck. It's such a whip down. Um, I did notice on the new DVR, which is awesome because I can record up like something like nearly a thousand hours worth of shows. <laughs> I was like, I got a billion shows on my DVR now, and it's like, oh look, thirteen percent mm-hmm. <laughs> full. Um, but it doesn't have a skip forward button. It has a skip back on the remote. It doesn't let you skip forward. You have to fast forward so you watch the commercials. Mm. And I'm like, uh, that's no bueno. <laughs> that's the only thing I liked about Verizon's old piece of shit DVR is you could just skip forward like 30 seconds or a minute right. at a time. So, mm-hmm. so they there got, we go. That's the news. They got you. All right. So uh, first, right out of the box, I'm super interested because I've been pimping this show forever. And I don't know what, I guess, two things. Like what made you finally start watching it? And then uh, so far, how, how far have you gotten in? And, and what are you liking about Alias? Uh, I am three episodes in. And of season one, because it just started this right. weekend. Um, man, it is, and I know the show was like what over ten years ago. That would that show would have uh, been early two thousand. Two thousand four yeah. was yeah. I remember seeing it on Netflix now. Uh, that it said two thousand four. Um, man, it is so much like all the shows that we're watching now. There, you can see it. And you can see it with and, Blacklist, right? Okay. And it is a it is the predecessor of Blacklist and all these shows that are out there now. I know, and it's and it's because I never watched it before at all. Mm-hmm. And I was watching that very first episode, and I was like, "Wow, this is like Blacklist. Wow, this is like like uh, Blind Spot. This wow, this is you know, this like a mishmash, a little bit of uh, you know, it's got a little bit of." slight occult theme stuff mixed in there and like you're always talking and onion skin unlayer unwrapping the onion that you're always talking about of this secret right there are double agents for this orphan blacks kind of storyline is very similar it's and and it's from 2004 and i never had been exposed to it and i'm like it was like deja vu watching it yeah in a good way yeah jj abrams right and and i i think um I'm I'm a big fan of his. I don't think he's like <clears throat> technically a wizard or something like that. I just think he makes super watchable stuff. Yeah. Um and I I really feel like Alias huge impact down the road in terms of how what wait till you see and I'm not going to put any spoilers out there for you how similar the flight path is for Jennifer Gardner's character. I can't remember it now. It's been so long. Her dad. Yeah. And Red yeah, that is exact. I was like, I was sitting here. I was like, okay, if I summarize this first episode, <laughs> it's like writing. <laughs> you never know, like, if her dad's a good guy, a bad guy. Exactly, and that he's her, super ready to kill people. I can't remember the actor's name, but I'll, every time I see the actor, mm-hmm. I think, oh yeah, you're the dude on uh, Titanic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're uh, John Astor, and, and he's all <laughs> over the place too. Yeah, he's very recognizable. Yeah, and he always looks pretty much the same. Yeah. And he's got this weird ear. He's got one ear that goes back and one ear that sticks out. Yeah, yeah. So it's he's like, super recognizable. He's like half Obama. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, it'll be interesting to see how those how you as you watch more episodes of that, the more the parallels are going to come up. Yeah, um, it was it was very deja vu that very first episode, and it was in a good way. I was like, ooh. I've seen this. <laughs> it was really cool. And Jennifer Gardner, I wish Liz, Elizabeth Keene was like her. I know. <laughs> more like her. And more Jennifer Gardner out. is so cool in that show. He's yeah. Everything that you want Keene to be. Yeah. And, and not whiny and not blah, blah, blah. And Jennifer Gardner is totally awesome in that. Yeah. It's like, that was 2004. And she is she still married to Ben Affleck? Didn't he get busted hammer in the tranny tranny? (laughs) you know uh their babysitter oh maybe i think they got divorced like a year ago she is gorgeous and she on that show because you know they say tv puts 10 pounds on you and she is so thin she is (laughs) the i was like god you want a milkshake (laughs) here's what's funny and you'll notice this so her whoever her stunt double is has a big butt so when they do you stunt can tell. work, you can always tell it's not her because Jennifer's pretty kind of she's not beanpole, but she's kind of straight up and down built. Yeah, she's not a she's not a, a, a Rubenesque. Right, and then you've got her stunt double will be uh, repelling off a wall or something. And it's like here, oh, big butt. That's a stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> Anaconda don't want none. I'm just you got buns, hun. But I love that show, and I, I it's. I think it's six seasons. It was on the air five or six seasons. Six, it's uh, I think I, I think six or yeah. seven. Yeah, and it, it is it is extremely watchable. Yeah, and you will see like the further you get into it, wow, how much is lifted for Orphan Black? How much is lifted for Blacklist? How much you know Blind Spot and all these shows? And I mean, there are things before that were like this, right? But not as detailed. And I think what it he what JJ does in that show is. On first first name basis, it has a, yeah, yeah. We talk all the time. Um, it has a kind of a lightheartedness to it. Yeah. Well, at the same time, it's actiony and mysterious. It, it runs a gamut. It's not like a single note show. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot to like there. And then obviously, what's the blonde guy's name? He doesn't come in until season two. I don't think. Um, uh, maybe not. I, they had that little, uh, that really short guy. He's like. Uh, right the q character yeah, yeah yeah he's funny as hell he is funny and it's it's so weird because it's like i was watching it and i was like because i hadn't seen it and it's like you're saying it's all these other shows have lifted certain elements from it and i'm like man alias went forward in time and stole from all these shows <laughs> oh, uh it was bradley cooper's big big break he comes in and uh well, he plays Will Tip, and I think he's in season two or three. I don't remember. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Well, I haven't seen him yet. Yep. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's a really great. I mean, and first episode, I was like, I'm in. Ron Rifkin, the bad guy. Is yeah, really, is really really good. Yeah, because there's a, you know, there's this secret agency with within a secret agency, and they're competing against each other. And her dad's a double agent. She's a double agent, and her dad doesn't really want to talk to her. And so. <laughs> You can't uh, talk to me in public. Carl Lumley, um, who plays uh, Marcus Dixon, mm-hmm. as you start watching that, think of him as the guy that now runs the FBI. Oh yeah, deal. Yeah, and uh, really similar type characters. Okay. Um, uh, Jack uh, Bristow, her dad, um, very very kind of the same mold mold as um, you said mole. red red as 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 red. Um, Michael Vaughn plays a character super similar to the straight-laced FBI guy okay. in Blacklist. 
Um, Grumpy McGrump Grump. Yeah. yeah. Gotta um, have a grumbly FBI guy. I know. Oh, that guy. Yeah. 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 He was in Heroes. Um, Greg Grunberg. Um, Julian Star. He, this is the um, one of the other bad guys that comes in later. David Anders. Yeah. The, uh, the At the end of episode three... It's uh, it's that they have that show. She has that showdown with that uh, black act- actress that was uh, Walsh's wife on Firefly, mm-hmm. um, and they're in that big stadium. And they she opens the uh, they open the briefcase, and they, it's a cliffhanger every right. and every. Oh my god! And they, <laughs> and they cut the credits, yeah. and it's like it's people were were complaining about um, uh, Walking Dead, the cliffhanger with Negan at the end. Right. It's like man. Most shows do that. Yeah. That is the oldest form of come back and watch us. Right. I still don't understand why people are bitching about that. It didn't Just bother me at all. No. And then and if if they would have revealed at the end of that episode who got killed, they would everybody would have been bitching. Well, there was just no drama to it. It just showed Glenn got killed and Glenn's dead now. Or was it? Or was he? I don't know. I'm hoping um, they killed a couple of people. Like the first whack was on Glenn and then... Abraham sticks his head over and he whacks him too. He's like, yeah, they, it's just, they all get one whack. Yeah, it's like, who, who could take it? <laughs> the brain dead cast of season seven. <laughs> yeah. They're all just punch drunk. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Um, Is that a bunch of zombies? No, they just got whacked with Lucille. So I think it's cool you're watching it, man. Again, love it. It's so many of these shows now are just, hey, let's freshen up the plot line and how alias was constructed and um it hit me almost immediately when i was halfway through episode one i was like wait a second (laughs) what (laughs) the hell (laughs) i'm on to you (laughs) and it is one of those that every season they another big piece of the onion gets taken off and like oh this is who we're really battling or this is what's really going on does it by the time they did you watch the whole series yeah yeah by the time they wrap it up, did it was it pretty satisfying, or did they sort of, hey, it's time to wrap this up? Um, I think so. God, it's been so long. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, because how they how they wrapped it up, but, but it was did, it didn't bum you out. No, and most of everything had been explored. Mm. I mean, there there was very little rock unturned. I think in moon, a, over the course of that Nazi moon base on the far <laughs> side of the moon. What the fuck, <laughs> um, Dad? Yeah, but for it, it, it is it forever will be one of my favorite shows. Oh, I'm into it, man. Um, Twelve Monkeys. Oh yeah, hold on a second. Let me pull up the, the Twelve Monkeys. Uh, Which I have not watched season any of season two. I'm still liking it. Still liking that they're. Uh, it's getting great reviews. Yeah, it's uh, they uh, they did uh, you know they did the time travel back to 1944. Um, was it it's the really Star good. Trek episode where they go to Chicago or the Star Trek episode where they go to Hitler or Germany or whatever when Hitler's there? And all as always, killed Hitler. How, uh, how awesome was that? Yeah. The, when they, that and I bet I was the only one to recognize who that guy was supposed Comic-Con? to be. At Comic-Con? Yeah. Uh, I thought the little martini glass was a nice touch. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was one of those things. I saw that guy walk by and, and, and I was like... Hmm, something's clicking, something's clicking. What's the name of that show again? Uh, something Five, right? Uh, Dead Five or something like that? Or it's, it's, Furious Five? It's one of our episode titles. I'm going to look it up here. Fisting Five? The Fisting Five. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking for that, I'll uh, talk 12 Monkeys. Uh, uh, 12 Monkeys, uh, Season 2, Episode 7, Meltdown. Um, 
That was the name of it. Nice and short. Take that cue there, uh, Orphan Black. Uh, the synopsis, Cole faces the witness uh, as Cassie's hallucina- hallucinations evolve. Danger 5. Danger 5. Danger 5 is alive. Uh, deadly visitors from the past arrive when the time machine malfunctions and begins tearing apart time and space. Ooh. It's pretty cool. It's... um. I, it's I, one of those I, I'm going to definitely it's on the list I just we'll get a break in the summer and less shows come up and I'll totally be caught up yeah and uh, not to not to spoil anything but uh, a character that was introduced recently is gone oh no yeah so uh, they killed some people off and they and they they did the whole uh, cliffhanger ending as well but uh, I'm really enjoying 12 Monkeys um the guy who plays uh, Ramsey, mm-hmm. he talks hard like this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. thank yeah. you for buying my pillow. It's the most comfortable <laughs> pillow. It sounds like that dude is like, come on, dude, you over affected accent. I hope he doesn't talk like that in real. I don't want to listen and to a commentary. He, with what him. Was, he, like he was in Band of Brothers, right? Yeah, and he didn't talk like that. No, so, yeah. so whatever he did in the casting, <laughs> the casting room. We to, love the raspy thing. You should keep it. Do you think it's overdone? <laughs> Cole, oh, perfect. Cole, watch out. What'd you say, Ramsey? Watch out. I can't understand a fucking thing you're saying. I know, man. It, it sort of it beats me down a little bit. A little bit. It's like listening to Kim Kardashian talk. <laughs> but uh, no, catch up on that. It is a really good show. At really some point, well I was going to look up dude's name. Um, dude McDuty Dude. Ramsey. Kirk Acevedo. Yeah. That's him. He talks like this. This one's for you, Kirk. I can't help it. I was punched in the throat. All right. So, hey, let's gear shift a little bit to Blacklist. Okay. Um, I, I, dude, now I'm, 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 like, next season I'm so worried about. Oh, yeah. I owe you a dollar. You owe me a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately. And I would rather you have been right. Yeah. This is one of those things I would have loved if you would have been right. But I was just, I can't. It's such a large property. I can't see them pulling the trigger on something and so dramatic like I, that. I, you, you, that was a. I'll only give you fifty cents. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> if that makes you feel better. <laughs> yeah, I told I, I told Brian because we made this. Uh, we make all these stupid one dollar bets uh, uh, on this uh, podcast, and uh, uh, I told him I was, I nearly I forgot to do it. I was going to bring him a sack of pennies <laughs> as his dollar. Just drop it on there. Pay that into Bank of America. Fucker. Hey, so did you, and I know it's been a long time since we've talked about Blacklist, but did you go back and watch that episode? Yes. And I w- it was exactly what I was talking about that I had started goofing off goofing and- off on my phone. And I was like, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, every t- I guess every time I looked up, he wasn't like uh, seeing reality. Right. And I was like, what is he talking about? And then when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this last three minutes, if you miss that. And it- what I wanted, because I, di- I didn't go back and rethink it initially because I was like oh, okay that's what they're doing there so he was at the house alone people got sent to assassinate him he fought them all on his own yeah but they were there and they were real right I guess I, that's what seems I, like it it was that, and that's the thing is that it was a little bit like okay now which is the non-reality right and or is, is, is this, this woman significant because you know I you talked about wrong. you'd said that and I was like even though that one photo had the sun, I was like, I thought she was blonder and more Russian. Yeah. So I, in, I, th- I feel like next season, mom comes back. 
Yeah. That's my prediction. Yeah. His mom's that, back in the picture. The, uh, the, uh, Red she's not, it's never showed her or said that she's definitively dead, right? No. Yeah. No. So that setup is still there. The, uh, the lady with the dark hair, that, uh, the mysterious lady that turns out to be like, sort of like a contemporary Miss, uh, of Reddington that's in the same biz as he is. What, which one of the, um, mutants is she an X-Men? Um, the one that uh, looks hot from a distance, and then you see how old she is when she gets into a close-up. Dude, though, for her age, she is smoking. She looks good for a sixty-year-old. <laughs> the uh, no, the um, she plays the one that kills her boyfriend at the lake in the X-Men movies. Um, fuck, I'm getting old or something. Yeah, <laughs> probably had too much whiskey. Dude, I definitely had too much fucking whiskey. Last night. I'm a big fan of... Uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Um, Jeremiah Weed. Have you ever had that whiskey before? I, I think so. Yeah. Try not to get it in the squeeze bottle variety. Jane Gray. Jane Gray. God. I oh, Jean Gray. Okay. Yeah. Her name is Famik Johnson or something. Yeah, see, she looks, she looks, I, super, her- she looks super smoking there. But man, when they get those close-ups... You can see. I guess it's because of the high def. Is like fifty. She's six years older than us. She's fifty. Two. Fifty-two. Yeah, she's pretty. Ten years. Let's see you at fifty-two. See me at fifty-two. I know. Yeah, because we're the same age. You turned forty-six this year, right? Yeah, October. Yeah. That's unfortunately. See, I but remember I, that shit. I don't have Facebook. I am enjoying her character. Don't know what day. <laughs> I know. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Happy birthday. I do uh, think it's weird that her character's hanging out given the destruction that she wrought or almost wrought or was believed to rot, have wrought yeah. in terms of like killing Keen and running that operation and everything. Red shot her ass in the arm. I know, I know. but She I recovered am, off that. Man, she's tough. I know, Those I spindly am. spindly arms. Um, yeah, she just hit bone and bounced <laughs> out. <laughs> <Bing>. <laughs> yeah. She's Wolverine. <laughs> um, but I am enjoying her characters in addition to... Yeah. She, and I, she's I like, ruthless. And she sat, when she sat down with that... Uh, that guy that right. tried to, the the uh, ransom the money and he tur- she turns the Here's tables on family screaming on the phone cold blood <laughs> yeah so I'm enjoying that and but I have really I'm fearful of next season where it becomes Keen drags it down yes and that I like I like Tom I'm I, I like Tom yeah I'm, so I'm get rid of Tom get rid of the, maybe they'll kill her again <laughs> Every, just, this time it's for real and everybody goes. <sighs> yeah maybe you'll win your dollar back yeah <laughs> eventually i'll get my dollar but you'll but, have gathered so much interest on that <laughs> that's right you owe me 18 dollars now fuck um federal reserve bank of brian so next next season that we'll see if her if she's as annoyingly annoying yeah annoying maybe squirting out a baby will improve her attitude let's hope so god i just She's beat me down. I know. It's like, how can you have a central character that's a beatdown like that? But the last six episodes, Charlie, I fucking thoroughly, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed, right? You're harsh in my buzz. I know, King. man. I'm so disappointed because I've talked about that before, is that seasons one and two, I was like, man, it's awesome story, great music, really shot really well. I mean, and then she turns into 
fucking soybean she, soup or something. She's going to just ask whip me to death. Yes. So real quickly, I'll mention that uh, Peaky Blinders season three is on Netflix. I'm three episodes in. What is the what is really the synopsis good. of Peaky Blinders? So it I know is what it is, but tell our based listeners. on well, two of them. Um, now we're getting a lot of hits these days. So it is based Bomb on uh, a group. It's it's based on real stuff. So it's it the Peaky Blinders. It's in like uh, 19th century London. No, it's not London. It's what's the other? What's the the northern city that's really harsh? Was really harsh too. Um, Scotland. No, not that far north. Um, Wales. I don't know where that Wales. One of those horrible, shitty turn of the century English cities. Oh, um, starts with a P, I think. Uh, penis. Penis. No, although that would be cool if they had Perth. A, no. Oh, that's in Australia, that's, right? Yeah, yeah, that's well, an it Australian. It's at the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> so anyway, um, real gangs that were formed by the guys that came back, the survivors from World War One that came back and back into poverty, but had been out. They had seen the world. They had skill sets. They were crazy as fuck because they had just fought the most terrible war the world had ever oh, seen. Is the A team? <laughs> dun, yeah. dun 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 dun. So the, uh, as a means of survival, they form gangs and start to take over like local neighborhoods and stuff. And the Peaky Blinders is one of one of these gangs. And and you know the the history of it is just what was written in the papers. You know, and who knows if that was true or how sensationalized it was, especially with journalism at that point. Oh yeah, um, man, they they would they would write anything. But it, it <laughs> is telling the story of their rise from power from. Hey, we hold, we hold a couple of blocks, and the local people are afraid afraid of us, and we do our crime, and it's almost Godfatherish, but we give back and we protect the citizens because there's no really policing at this time. Yeah, um, and how that their their right is their rise to power, and in season three they're they're fabulously wealthy, they run it like a business, um, and now it's they're dealing with other fabulously wealthy organized crime like the Russians and stuff like that that have fled um, Russia after World War One, huh. after the collapse. And, Sounds good. Um, and there uh, was a really good cop story. They didn't really have... I mean, they have bobbies that are running around with clubs, but the for the big guns, they would always bring in like kind of like national detectives and there was a one that they had a really big run in battle with in season two that was good oh sort of like uh the pinkertons or something like that sort in of, america sort of but not the pinkertons were a separate they were like a company but black they, blackwater right <laughs> they were right, they were, they were but, self-financed uh, militia <laughs> um the, it's kind of the metropolitan police that farm out and i think they still use this detective system now because it's very similar like when in the fall Scotland yard and- they, when they fall they bring in a big gun the fall the series they bring in a big gun investigator which is what's or nuts from x files oh okay right so when they need the muscle they bring in like these very muscly um or, or low tactics they'll they'll fight the criminals with almost the same amount of criminality that's like strike breakers and shit yeah like that, yeah yeah where yeah. they come in sort of but to, I have to a, break up gangs and i have stuff. a cudgel have yeah. you met my cudgel <laughs> yeah very violent guys um so this season is them transitioning from they have sort of control of you know this town to now they're kind of on the national they're involved they're giving money to politicians they're involved in buying judges and and um they're running up against very large crime syndicates like themselves. Interesting. Um, so it's it's 
it's you see this in so many shows that it's thing that starts small and then oh there's a bigger organization oh right. there's a big it's just that uh, that whole onion skin that you if refer to I, a lot. I would I would imagine that this will be kind of a rise and fall story yeah you know of this family rising to the power the heights of power and then some that would be the only way that that would be compelling it godfather like, yeah. um what was the uh sopranos any any right. type of criminal uh underground type of show yeah is that rags to riches to rags again right sons of anarchy is the same way yeah um which i would imagine this is going to be very similar to that where sons of the success of the gang is what started to breed um the infighting and and initial you know uh, what is it things um don't rot from without they rot from within kind of thing that would, yeah, that would be my guess is absolute power corrupts yeah. absolutely that, uh, what uh what uh channel does it originally i know you said season three it's BBC. is on and that's um i saw it trending now season three just came to like a netflix. week ago i saw it trending on ago. netflix yeah. so yeah so it's good man i'm gonna have to check it out it's in my queue hey did i uh i decided to go back and watch a show from 2004 though <laughs> yeah did um I can't remember. On one of the previous podcasts, did I talk about Happen Leonard? No. It's on Sundance. Um, no. I, you may have mentioned it once, but no. I, now that you type it in, no, that doesn't sound familiar at all. But it is based on... Um, it's set in the 1980s. It's, uh, it's on Sundance Channel. It's already through season one, which is just six episodes. Um, it may have been canceled, but I'll, this is still... <laughs> it was really good. Let's talk about it. Oh, it was canceled. Well, it's still good to binge watch six episodes, but it's based on, it's very much set in your, um, almost like True Detective, that mag- pulpy magazine kind of t- storytelling yeah. type. Um, and it's based on a series of books. It's on Amazon video. I know. Uh, well, Sundance is who puts it on. But yes, you can watch it on Amazon. Okay. And I think it's on Netflix too. I don't remember, but maybe I watched it on Amazon. Hap and Leonard. Hap and Leonard. That's the two guys' names. But if you recall, um, Michael Kenneth Williams from... uh, Remember that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, From uh, The Wire. Yeah. And he he is the bad guy, but he's the moral center of The Wire. And let me... I can't remember his name, his character's name on The Wire. Mookie? Omar Little. Omar Little. Omar. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he, he don't give shit. <laughs> yeah. But he plays a gay character in there, and he's one of the toughest guys out on the street. And, how, how hard do you have to be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And then uh, the, in uh, Happen Leonard, his character is gay, too. A former uh, Vietnam vet who's gay and is in the South and is ridiculed. Is and, he gay in real life? No, I don't know. Or has he just been... So. I just is, think is he's he just, just lucky. He's just... He's just <laughs> I'm into the Brokeback Mountain stage but, of my career. That's right. But I, I really like uh, Michael Kenneth Williams. I loved him he's um, a, as he, Omar, and he's great in Happen Leonard. I'll have to check um, it out. You said it was six episodes? Six, just six episodes, and it's... Uh, did it Was it satisfying, the way they... Six episodes? Yeah. And did it feel like a, like a miniseries more than anything, or...? It felt a little bit like that, but it's it's based on a series of books, and this series season one was based on the first. Um, but it had uh, Christina Hendricks in it. Oh, um, she plays a, a, in, in twin one. twin towers of power. Yeah, she plays. Uh, her name is uh, Trudy Faust, um, 
in that. And I think that's a the way they have that spelled is a take a play on Faust. F A U S T. There you go. And but um, it's F A W S T in the spelling of her name. Faust. Faust. Is it a uh, um, South set in the set South? South. I think it's Faust. In like, yeah, that's that's clever. Um, and she's it's a, a darkly too. comic swamp noir of two best friends, one femme fatale, a crew of washed up revolutionaries, a pair of murderous psycho killers. Uh, some lost loot and the fuzz and the the, the and, fuzz and here's the the two people that play the the killers are uh, yeah, Jimmy Copper, Simpson. Get me. Oh, he's on. Uh, he's on. I, I just saw. I just noticed the connection because I've been. I told you I was been binging through. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He plays one of these uh, sort of semi-retarded right. brothers that <laughs> they drink milk all the time, and he's also on. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's the the hacker guy yeah. on um, House of Cards. That's it. <laughs> I was like, a, I was like, man, I drank too much last night. It's like all those brain cells. So he plays a psycho killer, and his girlfriend is this Pollyanna Macintosh, um, and she plays his um, girlfriend. Oh, she's pretty. Yep, psycho killer. Yeah. Psycho killer. Needs to let that hair down. But it's a good show, and for six episodes, it's not a huge investment. It's not like twenty four or something like that. We are twenty seven episodes or something, and um, I'll have to but remember. I, I thoroughly that. enjoyed it, and it's got. A, let me let me send myself a text. The other it. main character is James Porfoy, who did, did you watch um, Rome on HBO? Yeah. Okay. So James Porfoy played uh, Marcus. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's been in a bunch of cool movies too. That is uh, awesome. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm writing. I'm writing myself a note to Hap and Leonard on Amazon. And let me. And it's been several months ago, and I think I've just been forgetting. Um. To. Um, American author Joe R. Lansdale, um, in a series of nine novels. So it'd be interesting. I hope they do make a. I hope it did well enough to make a season two. Do you think uh, it may be one of those things that, uh, since it's going over, it's uh, on available now? It's, it was Sundance. It's available now on Amazon Prime. That it might be something that they uh, flip over and keep going. I hope so. Because it sounds like you really like it. I liked it, man. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it, you know, I watched it over the course of a couple of days, and then yeah. it was done. And they're uh, hour per. Yeah, forty-five minutes. You know. So it's good. All right, we're so we have. Uh, I want to do some more UFC talk when we come back. I have Orphan Black and Game of Thrones, um, and some other various and sundry things. And after we come back after the break, sounds good to me. All right. Later. Just in honor of Hardcore Henry. <laughs> oh. That's have cool. you seen this? No, I don't think so. This is what got all this started. Are we rolling? Yeah. So this is the Biting Elbows. It's a punk song. So this is their music video for it. So this is a. It's like a uh, first person uh, Reservoir Dogs. Right. <laughs> I'll just roll it until the the real song kicks in here in a second. Super violent, but they did they did this and they did uh, 
another video. And in a, that's how Hardcore Henry came about. These are all Russian stunt guys. Oh, that's awesome. Plant the bomb in B. <laughs> the what bomb my? is planted. <laughs> my fights. <laughs> That's awesome. I like it. Yeah, but that uh, name of that song is I Am a Bad Motherfucker. I am a bad motherfucker. I am smelling like a rose. <laughs> little STP there. All right. So we're back. In case you hadn't noticed. Mike. All right. So uh, you want to do game? Or orphan first. Uh, what do you want to do? I'll leave it up to the uh, the showrunner. Um, I, let's chat about game. All right. You're caught up. I'm game if you're game. Yep. Yeah. I remember. I want to harken back. This is where we need to pick this conversation. Last time you and I talked about, which has been a month ago. Yeah. About this, um, I said, as a fan, what I need out of this season is people start picking it picking up. Picking it up. And getting back control, and this is, I, I have so I've loved every episode. Yeah. It, every episode has been a reclamation as they get their power back, get their swerve back, whatever you want to call it, and are now all heading towards what should be the final destination or final battle or how whatever Ste- this how, is going to look like. How Stella got her thrown <laughs> back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The uh, And you called it because, and it was, you know, it was one of the things that's like, well, you can't beat these these poor motherfuckers down anymore. Yeah, they've all lost everything. Yeah, so it's, I mean, unless they're going to start, I mean, Jamie's lost a hand, so unless everybody else is going to start losing arms and legs and stuff, I mean, what else are you going to do to these guys? What's his name? Reek? Lost his <laughs> Reek, nuts? Reek. That's, that's what like, I couldn't remember that day. What, what was yeah, it? what is it? Uh, What's his little stupid name they gave him? Uh, Reek. Come here, Reek. Um, What's that smell? So Somebody I reeks. I am unbelievably enjoying I love this. it. The effects have really stepped up. Yeah. You know, there's spent some money where they needed to be. The whole Daenerys burning all the calls yeah. um, to the ground, and that thing was super cool. Yep. Dragons are back, baby. Yeah. Um, and they're bigger. Yeah, they're bigger, and they're ready. So it's going to be interesting because I, I feel like you've still got – and I wonder where, where this all ends, and if it doesn't end where these – things typically historically end in a very similar situation to where they, when they started off. Yeah. Where um, at the end of the day, whoever is the winner, it generally, Napoleon did this, you know, what you, you, what do you can't, you can't back then, you can't govern everything. So you have to have these strong regionalized dukes or whatever you want to call them. You put, put your, your puppets into place. Right. So yeah. I wonder if, the Starks don't end up back in control of the North. Daenerys comes in and does her thing. And how are they going to stop? If she actually gets all those motherfuckers and the dragons over to what is really England, um, if she gets them over there, how are they going to stop her? They Who, ain't. Then, then that's exactly why the <laughs> they ain't. Here Targaryens comes, were the, here, here, the, the rulers in the first place. There's dragons. Here here comes dragons and the Mongol word. <laughs> right. It's like, right. what are you, you yeah. know, and we all saw how that worked out for everybody 
Hello, Ottoman Empire. <laughs> Goodbye, Ottoman Empire. <laughs> yeah, so... Time to start scratching oil out of the ground. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to where this is headed, but I feel like yeah. now you can sort of see there's a destination. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe within a season or two, you have some type of resolution. Yeah. But uh, ex- I'm getting exactly out of the season what I wanted. This really is the... It's the uh, is, uh, it is the... Uh, the reclamation project of the characters. It is the... I would say the best season I've seen so far. Yeah. I mean, and this and this Game of Thrones is one of those rare series that hasn't had a lot of weak points. Right. They you know, they're either killing or fucking. Right. And there they ain't been a lot of fucking this season. There's been a lot of killing though. The one thing I am bored to tears with is the the uh monk guy. I can't remember the name of his the, oh, the spider? The, the No, the sparrow. Oh, the high, uh, high, the high sparrow. sparrow. Yeah. Oh, I could care less. Chop that motherfucker's head off. I know. Why didn't they just kill that motherfucker? I know. They keep on threatening with all these, these dudes uh, with their little maces and their little insignia carved on right. their heads. Smoke those motherfuckers. I thought <laughs> yeah. when I thought when Jamie yeah. rode up the steps on yes. that horse, I was like, which was a totally cool scene. It is on like Donkey Kong, and it's it, it was not on like Donkey Kong. And again, Tom, you know, one of the Jesus. I know the things that I hate is, um, where your main characters they just keep getting outsmarted. They're just not smart enough to keep up with their competition. How is the High Sparrow? Out? How are these guys? How did they come to power? How did they? How did they do it? I don't understand how all these milk toast son of a bitches did not just okay. And suddenly, so, if I kill you, they're going to kill me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just send the mountain after him, man. I mean, exactly. Come on. And, and so the, I get it's in 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 when um uh the grandmother from High Garden yeah goes what what just happened and yeah. she goes he won. Yeah, and I was like, "No, you have your army right there." I I would go out swinging or something. Yeah, I mean that. What, is, do, what is the crowd going to do? And and here's where I think historically this doesn't make a lot of sense to me, because there were a lot of um, times during Roman Empire where this kind of stuff you'd have an upstart, and you'd have a populist upstart. Yeah, um, that had the power of the people behind them per se. And what would the emperor always Trump. do? <laughs> yeah. What the the emperor would kill that person and then kill any of his followers and keep killing people till you shut the fuck up. Yeah, like there the and it's obviously this happened in Constantinople when the Eastern Empire and Western Empire broke up, but uh, they had a bunch of riots and they didn't know what to do and so uh, they start killing folk, man. They killing folk is a very effective method. Of it putting, is and putting they the put, shit down. <laughs> they brought all the the people that were there was two sides to this thing that was going on is tearing the city apart they brought them all over the hippodrome on false pretenses locked all the gates and the soldiers went in there and killed them all end of story yep that's how these things really end historically that there's very few times and you you um the romanoffs who gave up power just because he didn't have the balls he, he just gave it up I mean, you know, the, his opposition kept growing, and he didn't want to rule anyway. So he's like, "Oh, great! Well, I don't have to be in power anymore, but I get to still keep my wealth and money." Well, no, they came and killed you and took it. So yeah, one side think, or the other's dying. Anybody who thinks that, well, at least I got my cash. <laughs> they're coming they're, to get it. They're coming to get that. Will, that will be getting awesome. <laughs> we're the uh, the the Sun King Louis the Fifteenth. Um, 
fell is because he was a horrible ruler and allowed the other side to get too strong. And then once he finally started to stand up to him, there it's was too, too, too much late. power. Well, I mean, you look at all these oligarchs over in Russia is that making these billions of dollars and uh, Putin has had an answer for that. Yeah. You like, fucking kill him. I am going to uh, trump up some charges. Yeah. Trump. <laughs> That's a great term. And, or uh, you just uh, get a nail gun. <laughs> yeah. So you had your army right there. And so you go up there and you kill all those sparrow guys. And then yeah. if the crowd doesn't like it, you turn those army and unleash them on the crowd. That's what would have happened. Yeah. In and that's type what, of a kingdom. That's what I was fully expecting yeah. to happen. And that, that sort of, that was a total letdown. Sort of, I'm out on the sparrow guy. It's so boring compared to the rest of the story arcs Yeah, that every time it flashes over to him and he's in a prison cell and he's lecturing one of the people he's got and he's, pontificating about all that stuff and pontificating that's a, and it, I like how how you squirreled that term yeah and it's like fucking shut the fuck up i'm you bored know. i want to fast forward in this great show you're giving me 10 minutes of crap hey, you know what the internet was so so uh bummed out about not about all that which is very valid points and i agree with you 100 percent. queen marjorie didn't have to do the walk of shame oh. the walk of atonement it's like She's we didn't hot. get to see her naked i know I think she's so hot. Yeah, that's like Queen Marjorie will not do the walk of Tome and you can hear everybody. Oh, you're so a Cersei body double. <laughs> Mar- Mar- Marjorie Tyrell. Yes. Married mm. the Tomlin the pussy. And she was in, and you, I don't think you watched this show, but she was uh, in the Tudors series on showtime I, I, I knew she was in that i haven't watched it yet yeah um God, this that half shaved head thing she's got going on there oh that was for the hunger games yes yeah she played such a minor role in i know it's like why did you even i don't know just need a paycheck but i'm a fan i'm a fan she's a cutie mm-hmm. the um uh, hold on a second well, I, I had can something see reddit getting up in arms about no nakedness on that oh there was you know there was uh there was memes. <laughs> there was memes made. And I, I did have a good laugh. Um, somebody did bring up on, speaking of Reddit, that we never actually Natalie saw. Natalie Dormer. Yeah. Uh, we never actually saw Hodor. Spoiler alert. Hodor die. We didn't I'm see pretty him. sure he's dead, though. But that's the thing about uh, shows, especially Game of Thrones. If you don't see it. Well, the door broke out and like the zombies, which here's, I'm a little weirded out now because the White Walkers had a very specific look to them yeah and so are the risen different from the white walkers i don't know because they were like, like looking like old walking dead zombies and shit well you know they, they had ran out of budget <laughs> and, and, and they were like all crazy and just charging in where the white walkers were just like these mythical tall guys that yeah were really good at combat well yeah and that's the, the the risen have to be some kind of different thing i was like what are we watching z nation <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are yeah. we watching this super I, that, it was a little bit weird a little me. fast fast zombie action going there um i do like the night king though man he's i think cool. that's a pretty cool story and i remember you was uh you was uh he was he was wanting to want to see more of that. Reveal me, show me. Yeah, the um, I saw somebody did a like it was. I don't think it's exactly fan art. It was a really done, well, a well done piece. Um, I meant to send it to you that it showed that like the roots of that tree up in the top of of the art, and then it shows uh, Bran in Morg state with his eyes all whited out, and then he's got all these marionette uh, sticks and strings and dancing on the stage on the map of the world are all the uh the kings and queens and all the high 
like he's brands in control of all this. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. So I do. I at some point, hopefully soon, um, they start to reveal or un- unveil really what he's about and who he is and what he's doing. Yeah, because um, he's got. I mean. He's hanging out with a dude that's lived in a tree for a thousand years. So yeah, like, and the children and all that. So yeah, hopefully. And uh, it looks like Arya's got her swerve back. Yep. I, again, I was just like, how how many motherfucking times do I need to see her get beat with a stick and that she can't do it and that blah blah blah. Yeah. So when she turned that corner and she know you know, in her mind she said, you know, fuck that. I've got the training, but I'm going to go do all my own thing. And I hope she kills that little blonde girl that's oh, beating her ass. Yeah, because that, yeah, that's the way they ended it. You promised that, me. Yeah, so he said, well, go do it. Yeah. What he, oh, she can't suffer. That was his only rule. Yeah. he's uh, Arya's going to totally kill that bitch. I hope and so. And I'm glad because I don't, I don't like her at all. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, there, there he is. A white walker. So yeah, the um, there was another article that was I was holding it till later. Uh, it was out of, off of time. Uh, Megan McCluskey uh, uh, did the article. Here's why the Walking Dead's creator Robert Kirkman is disappointed in George R. R. Martin. And I was like, man, why don't you worry about your own house? Yeah, why don't you worry about that fear you of the got, Walking yeah, Dead? Yeah, you got plenty. You're you, don't be uh, over there. Um, trying to throw matches on your neighbor's house when yours is burning down. <laughs> I know it's like it's like you're gonna throw shade. Don't worry about your own shit, dude. He said. Uh, he said I would never do that. With the premiere of the sixth season of Game of Thrones on April 24th, uh, the HBO drama officially veered off from the books on which is based. Uh, George R. R. Martin's A Song of Fire and Ice, and that's what he's referring to. Is that he would he would never let uh, a show run ahead of his creative. That's what well, he's inferring. I get it, but it, it's a it's a catch twenty two for Martin, right? It's he's, like he can't change his process. The guy's like three hundred years old. No, and it's and he he was uh, uh, he was uh, this interview view with uh, Rolling Stone. Um, he spoke about tap to read and and, and he said to I, be fair, one a, writes a comic book and one writes a thousand page book. Yeah, I was like little man, different. Don't don't don't. <laughs> Don't, don't get don't get too proud of yourself. He said, that's the one thing I'm disappointed in. He should have just been to the uh, HBO. Fuck you. You make it up now. I'm going to, I'll get to mine when I'm ready. And it's like, well, why don't you just let him tend to his own fucking business and not worry about it? I would never do that. Fuck you. Why don't yeah. you fix that fear of the walking dead, man? Yeah. I mean, it's gotten better. You know what R.M.R. Martin would never do? Let a shitty spinoff of his show be created. Oh, <laughs> let me get look up that list of regional burn centers. <laughs> yeah, that yeah was, it's that's a sick burn, and, and maybe maybe and it could be one of those things that it uh, out of context of the whole discussion, and I'm sure this is the case that it sounds more like stick up the ass than he probably really meant it, because Kirkman has got a pretty good head on his shoulder. And he does good content. So I get, I get that. But so I'm sure that uh, maybe some of that is a little bit out of context and it sounds a little harsher than for sure. it means. You know what I mean? It's, well, and, and my guess it's, is it's not very thought through. No, he's I just. I would never let that happen. Well, yeah. And he's just, he's talking off the cuff too. Nah, so fuck, it's like, man, if they, that if off they, Twitter. Yeah. If they, yeah. It's like, well, who are you, Trump? <laughs> so, um, 
but I thought I think uh, Game of Thrones has not disappointed me yet this season. I'm liking this little stuff like the the thing like, man, stick a spear in that high sparrow. Other <laughs> than the sparrow thing, I'm in, man. He literally has been my only. Um, and, and you know, I had a little bit in my mind of like, oh my god, Daenerys is going all the way back to the fucking Mongol horde. Uh, called Drago City where she you know was taken to it's like oh, do we really need to retrace that but now given what's happened there that totally is a cool thing I get you know everything behind that and ended in a cool scene um, now she's got the unsullied drag that's what I'm saying like how okay she rolls over she's got the Mongol horde the unsullied and dragons what are you going to do? And she, and she can't like five cities and already. She, you can catch her on fire and she won't catch on fire. Yeah. That's a pretty neat party trick. What I do hope is when she comes back, all those other merchant cities that were fucking her city up and yeah. fomenting rebellion, that she takes a little brief detour over there and burns them to the ground. Hell yeah, man. Just yeah. smoke it down. <laughs> and and really, if you think about it, and obviously I mean, my thing that I'm the biggest fan of is the, is the Roman Empire the emperor would never let something go unpunished yeah no slight would be unpunished yeah and that that goes back a little bit to what you were saying about okay you know if everything's burned down and whoever takes back over on on the the western western european side right. <laughs> of the of the equation is that you have to set up people that you trust and that's what she needs to do on her side is right. that she just went around free the slaves right roots to electric boogaloo and, and did not set up a system to put people in power that she trusts. So, okay you keep an eye on this i'm going to the next city yep. you know and that she didn't do that at all so where, like in the roman empire where they would put in a a, a ruler of a city they conquered and then they go and move on to the next city. And then that guy goes, well, they're not going to come back and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, they basically... And almost always, they would come back and kill you. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. That's not the way this works. Who's the next guy that we put in power here? Because we're leaving and you're going to be... You're part of the Roman Empire. But if you rebel, we will roll down here with all these dudes again and fuck you guys up again. Yeah. They basically wanted to keep everything status quo. Keep the money. Keep the food going. Right. Just don't fuck up. Right, because we will put you out. <laughs> so, and that's that's what she needs to do is to, and that's part of her uh, her growth cycle as a leader is that okay? I got dragons. I'm still inexperienced. <laughs> I need some help. Oh, there's the Lego Night King. <laughs> oh yeah, let's make a little series off. God, they make they make everything. Tell you. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it'll be. Uh, I, I want tonight. It's the dumbest gift. <laughs> I know. So tonight it will be uh, interesting to see where they take it. That's a terrible, terrible artwork there. <laughs> I'm fan art. Um, but it's I, I like where it's headed. I like that we. I feel now that the wagons have been circled. We are moving in a certain direction. I have a feel that you know all this stuff is coming to a head. And there's going to be the Battle of the Five Armies, or I don't even know uh, how many fucking sides there are now. That, I mean, Dorn oh, and Dorn, the, the city of Dorn, they're coming. The yeah, the snake bitches, they're coming. Yeah, well, on the half of the Ironborn or left, yeah. the Vikings in this series, yeah, or now they're Theon, uh, uh, Reek, uh, yeah. he backed his sister yeah. up, so she's going to be. She's gonna head it up. They did. There's a lot with Dampier, and I don't even know if they ever called him Dampier in the in the show, but that 
the drowned men. Yeah. There's a in the book, there's a really long scene and explanation where Dampier is drowning them and they come back and then you can't kill us because we've already been dead. You know, it, it toughens them up and they have to pass that test. Getting killed generally does one of two things. But <laughs> you to, either stay dead or you're tough. So Daenerys has the the Navy for the Ironborn. Now, obviously, she has a lot of people on the, against her. The Unsullied, Dragons, and the Mongol Horde. That, what else do you need? Those dragons are you just You can't getting, conquer England with all that shit. And those dragons still really aren't full full grown. Yeah. Them come into their own, man. What are you going to do against dragons? Get roasted. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Like what? What? I hope the, the weird part will be when they wrap all this up. If whoever ends up being in power, and someone has to, right? These civil wars always go until they can't go anymore, and one side wins or one person wins. Yeah. Um. It, it if it doesn't make sense, like who comes out on top? You know what I mean? That's the only thing I worry about. But I, I really like where they're headed. And I'm sure Martin's told them, like, uh, and, and X that's, comes out on top, you, and here's generally where I'm going. And, well, and that's and that's what, because, you know, he's, he's... getting shit piles of cash. I uh, know he is. And uh, he's he's not just making this up every day as he's going along. He There's so much story that's been laid down. He's basing a certain amount of it loosely off of real history. Mm-hmm. And he knows generally where the skeleton of the idea is going right and it's like it's like i don't see the point of him saying fuck you you make it up if you want to i'm gonna do mine when i get mine done As i don't see the point of shitting shitting in the bed like that right. what, what is what point is that yeah, to then he do would that just come off as a huge asshole yeah and it's like okay if, and it's it really is i mean it's his own fault's not the right word but his own responsibility I mean, he works at a pace that he can't keep up with them. Yeah. And he's going to make a shit ton off the series and a shit ton off the books. Yeah. Um, and and I I'm sure that the book, I almost guarantee the book ending will be better than what they come up with. Yeah. And I think, it, I think if you, thing. I'd be willing to bet if you compared the two bank accounts mm-hmm. of Martin and Kirkman, I know who's probably bigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless he just got shafted on deal. And, and Martin's been around yeah. a long time. So he's not a dummy. He's no dummy. That's right. He's just my he's just my mummy. Oh right, yeah. So I love it. I'm I have zero other than the high sparrow, which isn't at the end of the day, it's probably a fairly minor thing that I'm pissed off about. I just I do think, not enjoy screen, I think it's screen in, time. I think it's interesting how uh Marjorie Tyrell, Queen Marjorie, um, I think she's she's fooling him. She's not Oh, I'm the little Catholic girl now. You've made yeah. me see the lie. I think she's bullshitting him. Yeah, she, I think she's trying to puppet master him and, to stay in power. Right. So I mean, that's what she was Somehow doing. Somehow get, get out of there and get Tom and rolling on the buy, right thing. She's buying some time. She didn't want to do the walk walk of atonement. <laughs> and Jamie's banished now from the city. Yeah. So it's and somebody had pointed out also is that Tomlin technically he's not of House Lannister, even though he came from their loins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their, sisterly brotherly loins he's half he's, he's Baratheon, Baratheon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's interesting mm-hmm. it's all those shit that sort of and it, that's what I like about his works the books and the show is that it's very plausible except for the dragons that's sort of plausible I've seen Jurassic Park could have happened yeah though that you know that's how um, the dinosaur bones being found it, they believe is what drove 
uh, the mythological giants. Satan, like, oh, there used to be giants. Satan, Satan put them in there to trick us. <laughs> yeah. And what drove the, the, oh my God, look at these huge bones. Yeah. You had to be dragons back in the day. Yeah. It's, a, it's really the driver. Like um, all these uh, burial things were found like in ancient Greece that were the burial grounds of the giants. And they open them up and there's dinosaur bones in there. Yeah. So they just found the big bones and like, oh my gosh, there used to be giants that roamed the earth. Yeah. You know, that drove all that mythology. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I can't wait to see what happens in tonight's episode. I'm fairly pumped. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm like him. Yeah. <laughs> When I said fairly pumped, I, I uh, let's do the hump, hump dance. <laughs> Digital underground. Don't do me, baby. I don't know why they just came to mind. In the 69, my nose will tickle the rear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then there was another, it's like what I was talking about. Maybe Kirkman should, maybe you should mind your own business. There was another IO9 uh, had an article a while back. Uh, the Walking Dead creator, Robert Kirkman, does his best to justify that cliffhanger too <laughs> with Negan. It's like. Well, Scott Gimple's well. <laughs> no, he yeah, didn't say that. Yeah. He, uh, he was a man. Yeah. It was the one-armed man. And, and that's something that that's just always bugged me about The Walking Dead is that, especially the past couple of seasons, is that like the whole is Glenn dead? You know that whole thing when he actually crawled underneath the dumpster is that they were so apologetic during that whole thing. Oh, don't worry. You know, and it's like, right. just let them stew in their own juices. Fuck those guys. Yeah. What, they're going to come and burn you at your house down or How something? How about you motherfuckers just watch the show? Yeah, it's like, all oh, these the fans are so outraged. Fuck those guys. What are they going to do? <laughs> Verbally abuse me through Twitter? Yeah, what are they come gonna at do? me, bro. <laughs> yeah, come on. So, yeah. All so, right. So, um, what else we got up on the docket? Orphan. Orphan. You're up. You're caught up. I am caught up. Yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, the last episode we watched was like that. Uh, the redesign. Oh God, no! Yeah. <laughs> it was the a politics of sexual reproduction or some fucking shit. <laughs> the redesign of natural objects. Yeah. Season four, episode eight. What's the one before? What's episode seven? The it has nothing. None of these have anything to do with the fucking. At least they're better. I, I, I don't. I can't about. remember what it was. It's the. Loneliness of sexual reproduction or some shit like that is what it's called. Hang on. Are you a bright-born child? <laughs> yeah. As uh, While you're looking at that, uh, the uh, episode eight, as Allison... Spoiler alerts, dummies. Uh, as Allison is terrified by Neolution threats. Neolution is another thing I'm having a problem with. I'm having some problems this season with some of this stuff. Uh, against Donnie, Donnie I love... Sarah and Mrs. Mrs. S question her loyalty to her sisters. While Sarah is distracted, Siobhan sneaks out to seek vengeance. Uh, meanwhile, Kasima, another person I'm getting tired of, and Susan Duncan. Yeah, I'm out on Kasima. Yeah, they need. If anybody needs to die, die already. Fuck, die already. What has she got? Has the consumption not killed you? Yes. Yet? <laughs> uh, work together in a final attempt to discover a cure. No, do not discover a cure. Just go down, like the, like the. Corsican brothers. What are the what are the what are the names? Yeah, Donnie and Bob. No, the uh, the brothers. No, I, I don't remember. The the Cusco brothers. What are they? What are they called? The Corsican brothers. No, the 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 brothers in Orphan Black. Oh, um, the male clones. I don't remember. It starts with an L. No, the Cooties or something like that. No, it's like, not the Cooties. The 
creature features. Any the so the week before last, it was the anti-socialism of sex wow. was the episode. Before that, it was the the scandal of altruism. Oh fuck that! Transgressor border crossing. Yeah. The stigmata of progress. That the doesn't stigma. even make fucking sense. It does sort of. What are the name of the 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 male clones? You always used to crack on them. I know the the. Not the Cortezes. It's not the male clones. <laughs> I thought it was their their program was. Um, what is it called? I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe that you typed in male clones, orphan black, and it's not coming up. Yeah, like the word. Yeah. Um, Canadians. That sounds right. Oh, Caster. Oh, cast, caster. caster. I was close. What were you saying? Couscous? Uh, Cusco Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Cusco. What is that for the Emperor's New Group? Emperor Cusco. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm done with them. Yeah. Cosima, she can die um, as well. I'm, I don't I'm want her to be I'm not so cute. much out on Felix right now, but. He's Pouty McPout Pout. Pouty McPout Pout. I, I'm liking the, the cop guy. Um, they, they brought the Southern sister of uh, Felix's back, yeah. and I, I'm not buying that at all yeah so it's like she's gonna have to start picking it up story-wise or they might as well get rid of her yeah um mk is an okay addition to the clone lineup i'm getting tired of the sheep head yeah there's some of these clones i'm like it's like you're just trying to fuck with the uh, uh, Ta- uh what's her name tatiana tatiana Maslow. I think they're just messing with her now. It's like, okay, we need a different Russian accent this right, time. Sort right. of Southern Russian. <laughs> yeah. Because so the Russians from are From the Caucasus region more. <laughs> yeah. Really? Gonna, uh, need some Caucasus. Um, but I, 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 my only big gripe this season is that Helena is, again, relegated to such a small part. Um, She's... What did you Such, say? Not, you want to see her knife fighting pregnant? Yeah. I do too. I, do, I was like, what the fuck, man? I want to see her nine months pregnant... With a knife in each hand, going, come at me, bro. So yeah, she went on. She uh, me, she she grabbed a knapsack and went walking about in the, under a bridge somewhere or something. So why? I don't understand. I guess they're wanting to shift the focus to others in the story. But I mean, this new clone, the one that's the hairdresser, cosmetologist, whatever, right. cosmologist, <laughs> <laughs> astrophysicist. Yeah. Uh, she's a beatdown. She's, she's a dark a, matter expert. Uh, she is a. She is an absolute beatdown expert. That's what she is, and it's like no, right? Let's get some some mush. Look like mush. I know. Well, let's get I, let's get her back, man. Yeah, and I don't I don't get it. And if she doesn't come back wailing away and save the day towards the end of the season, I'm gonna be pissed. I know. She'll pissed. come back at the end of the season. How many uh, episodes are left? Do you know? <clears throat> Only a couple. I think they do ten. So, so yeah, they they they're, they're this was uh what did I say? Was episode eight. eight. So yeah, they're getting. Close. I don't know there. if they picked up yeah, 12. Yeah, I was just on the... There's two more. Two more, okay. Um, I was just looking in there now that you say that. I was looking... When I was looking up their names. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. Tonight is... Or not tonight. Uh, mitigation of competition. Okay. Um, and from dancing mice to psychopaths are the two remaining episodes. Oh, so that'd be a great episode for her to come back the last episode. Yes. Baby Free. She's going to beat people with her placenta. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Strangle the, them with the, the cord. At least... Uh, <laughs> that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I did not save this for <laughs> my, my baby blood. <laughs> I did yeah. not save it. Cord sample. Cord blood kill you. Yeah, the... Um, I'm glad they finally killed uh, Coke bottle glasses off. Yeah. Yeah, I hated that dude. Mm. I was like... He was such an afterthought. And, and it's it was, like, why did he I think it was get, just somebody I, for Casima to hang with. Oh. I think that was a total... No, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, the dude that was... Oh, uh, the, the police the cop, officer. cop, cop guy. I would have killed him a long time ago. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't see why. And he was such a smart ass. Like, yeah, I'm untouched. Oh, I guess I'm not. <laughs> nope. um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting how they wrap this up and how they get thing and obviously has cliff, it been cliffhanger uh, alert for the last episode has it been uh renewed for another season oh i would imagine so i can't imagine i would imagine so they don't this is their uh their big crossover hit so they can't they can't mess this up yeah and it's just got too many accolades and and all that kind of good stuff yeah but i would say of all the seasons this is not quite my favorite I don't know that it's quite my favorite. I'm um, not beat down yet. It hasn't been relegated to, oh, I still like to watch it as soon as possible. I don't forget about it. But some shows like Fear of the Walking Dead, it's like, oh, is that on? <laughs> yeah, I might watch that. Yeah. No, I might not. I, I might be totally out on it. So did you, I know you said you listened to last week's podcast, and but did, I feel like one of the things that they're missing in this is a take on how all the people that want to do this genetic advancement of the human race are on the, are bad. They're on the evil. Did you hear my spiel on that? Yeah. Where most of the, in reality, most of medicine is heading that way that most of the big breakthroughs that we have that will come down in the next 10, 20, 30 years will be on us able to better maintain our own, genetics and DNA and prevent, um, you know, uh, passing down of, of genes to, to the next clear, generation. Clear the junk out of the clear system. Clear the junk out of the system. Keep and you, those telomeres strong. Right. You'll always have to do that because of mutations. Those same bad genes will find their way back at some point. But on a, on a planet of billions of people, I don't know if, I, is it, is it the haves and have not? Who gets this? Right. Well, it, de- I mean, it depends because what they're if where uh, DNA splicing can be done live now with putting injecting you with live viruses and the CRISPR technology and, and it things just, like that, it just goes in and and edits out the bad stuff and replaces the good stuff. So that can be done live. You don't have to do that the way they want to do it, which you have to have a baby that's born purely genetically perfect or whatever. Or stick a dangerous worm in your cheek, right? That, that that where for cancer and for um, HIV that they're working on is you they inject you with a virus that the virus all it knows how to do is go into all of your cells and edit out the HIV code and replace it with itself. That's all it can do um, until it mutates. Until and that's it, how the right. next zombie movie yes. <laughs> comes about. Twenty eight. But days I later. wish there was some kind of positive take on this. Yeah, it seems it seems like that's always it's always a, a has a dystopian slant to it, right? Instead it, of a like positive all, slant, all robot movies are dystopian. They're they're never going to be beneficial for us. They're always going to try to take us over, and that's a plot driver. Tell those sixty thousand Foxconn workers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey! Yes. Um. So you know, there, I wish there was some type of light at the end of the tunnel, message yeah. or you know aspect to the show. I get it. If 
you know, really the bad guy is the or the the people that want to make us better DNA people or whatever. Because I thought, you know, the one the character and I can't remember her name on because she's recent. The Asian thin Asian lady who kind of took has taken over. Oh yeah, they, um, they fixed her DNA, but they didn't fix her nose. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the positive case, she's able to run. She's not a girl in a bubble. Yeah. But she made that makes her the evil person. She becomes willing to do all manner of evil to further the technology. Why is it got? Why the evil person always got to be the Asian? Yeah. Except for Glenn. Glenn, I like Glenn. Well, he's going to get clubbed to death. Soon. Are you playing the part of uh, racist Ron since he's not here? <laughs> radical. Oh, radical. Forgot we switched him up. Yeah, but no. That and that was a uh, that was actually. Uh, there was something on NPR recently that was talking about stereotypes and um, stereotypes and, or maybe it was on a podcast on like 99% invisible that talked about uh, roles that a actors in the Asian community play. They're either chop heroes or they're the bad guy. Right. And uh, I thought those, I was like, yeah, there's, I mean, there's not a lot of, you don't see a lot of you take you have examples like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. A lot of uh, Asian produced right. films have more of a range, but everything out of Hollywood, it's either they're kung fu geniuses or really good at math. Yeah, it's a, they're very the very stereotype type of thing. Yeah, so I thought that was God, who was it? There was some Asian actor that was making a point about that about five, six, seven months ago. Yeah. Um, is that, and I can't remember now. I can't remember the black actor that that put the Twitter, took to Twitter to rant about. If I see one more, almost all black cast movie made about slavery, <laughs> like I'm gonna freak out. Like it, this yeah. is not all that has happened to us. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, about. it's like yeah, um, it's either about civil rights or slavery, and that's our only range. Right. So. Uh, I'm digging the I'm digging this season. It's not I'm not my digging favorite. it as I'm not digging it as much. I loved last season. Yeah. I, don't, I hope that's not a high water mark. The um I think she's uh, Tatiana Mazla is an amazing actress. It seems a little muddled this season to me. Well, as, I, as compared in comparison to previous seasons. I don't think it has as clear of a sense of direction. Yeah, it's it seems a little less focused and it's like maybe it's like do we need all these clones? And I could have totally done without the Felix Maril sister. I, yeah, I don't see maybe it's so superfluous. Maybe maybe it's so what's to, going on here. Maybe it's to be revealed, but I do not see any point to that. And I I do not want to hear about Delphine one more time. Oh my god! I think I ranted about that last week. Yes, too. and I I when I was nodding my head when I was listening because I was listening oh, to that when I was driving, and I was like, yeah, I'm tired. That's, <laughs> And now that I, she's, she's getting probably, my vote for getting voted, I know she's island. probably coming back into the storyline. We didn't. We saw someone. She didn't die. The scene. We saw someone take her away, and blah blah blah. I'm like, fuck. Maybe they got some of her cells and made a clone. And, and not that maybe I. Maybe it was a clone. <laughs> and not that I. They mind the Delphine character, but that just means Kasima's going to hang out longer. Yeah. Like that. At some point, the main clones they have to suffer a loss there. Yeah. And. Not they can't the all the main clones can't go forever, having nothing, and then these periphery clones are brought in for a little bit and they they die. Yeah, because this season is uh, featured 
backstory on on Beth, which was great. I loved it, and that's what I liked. I mean, from the very get go, season one, very first episode, one of them gets uh, throws herself in front of a train. Right there, you go. That's it's like there's immediate loss, and I thought that was really cool. And now, yeah, now they're introducing these sort of ins insubstantial characters the one character that everybody loves is suddenly gone from the scene gone walkabout um it's it, it's a little bit of a a muddle this season for me yeah i still like it a lot i hope they get so. the back of, so this is season four and it, it, i mean it, um i would imagine it's been renewed already i would i would hope so because two episodes left and they're gonna wrap it up i mean hope so hope they got more Let's see here for Wait, Orphan Black already has a series finale end date. What is that? Let's see here. No. It says file this one away under news that makes us go no. Major truth bomb. Two more seasons. Okay. Because they can't. They can't. They can't. uh, Yeah, I'd like. We've talked about that before. I like stuff that has strong start, strong middle, (laughs) goes out with a bang. That's fine. Not everything has to go on and on. And instead of when the, well, we jumped the shark, the ratings are so down, we can't recover it. Um, Fuck it. We got to cancel it. Yeah. You know, end it well. Do a tell a well done story. Let's spin a a spin off Casima and the Man (laughs) instead of Chico and the Man. (laughs) (laughs) Each clone gets their own spin off. Oh, my God. Murder, murder, uh, featuring Helena. Yeah. So, like I said, still a great show. Bit of a muddle for me this season. So, but I'll still watch it every week. Yeah, it's it's got some dings to it, but I'm totally there. I'm okay with it. I've I've recorded uh, the new remake of Roots. Haven't watched any of it yet. I saw that that was coming on, and I I recorded it too. I don't know if I'll be able to make time for it, but I. It's, it's an a, option. There. I've got so much room on my DVR. I'll, I'll let it stew for a while. Oh, so um, um, we probably should have covered this. And first, we can do this now. I don't know. This is the ender. But you said you watched watch Chef's Table. Yeah, I watched the first episode today. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's a, on Netflix. It's really well done. It it was because I heard you, of course, y'all talking about it last week, and I was like, our tastes are similar, so I was like, I'll give it a go, and it was really compelling. Yeah, very focused on. The art form and the artist, which right. are the chefs. And, and if it was just about the food, I would totally be out. Yeah, but I mean, it's really, I mean, the stuff he was making and that he, as far as Italian cuisine, this chef, uh, he was trying something different because at the time that he was trying it, um, everybody only wanted Italian kitchen. Your, your you know, grandmother's your, Italian Your mother's kitchen. cooking, your right. mom's cooking. And he broke that mold as a neo-Italian type of thing where it's very artsy and uh, looked like a painting more than anything. And mm-hmm. he's like, if you're going to do a foodie picture, do some, do it of that because that mm-hmm. looks like art. Right. And he, uh, he got ripped in all the trades magazines, the food culture magazines and the critics. Almost gave up. Almost gave up until this a traffic jam and this food critic and this, this well-known uh, publication decided to stop in and just gave him rave reviews and now he's three-star michelin yep that's awesome but but it is it's truly the 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 story of the chef that drives the show yeah Um, and they're not all assholes like gordon ramsay right which a certain amount of them 
he's apparently he's not like that really in real life. Right. It's just it's a little it's a little it's a little pumped up. Yeah, but I can't watch any of his shit because it he's just it's just oh the same thing. I don't want to watch an asshole. Yeah, I like I get enough enough of them. (laughs) I've been I've been watching. I see Trump on the news every day. I don't need any more in my life. Quit being asshole. But yeah, I will definitely. uh, How many are shows are in that? uh, I think there's four season and season two just came out. Yeah, because that first one I'm hooked. And if you get into Uh, fifty five minute watch, that's easy. The other one that's similar, and I can watch it where my kids are sitting there, and I don't have to worry about a zombie. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the worst they see is a, a broken tortellini. Um, so the other one that you might check out um, is called Cooked. I saw that listed, and I saw that super listed. cool. But it's about how um, one episode. It, the, so the episodes are fire, water, air, and earth. Earth, um, wind, and fire. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Mirth, so Wind, and Fire tickets. <laughs> um, the so the first one is about cooking and about how we're the only species that cooks. Yeah. About how our body is so adjusted to cooked food that if any of us try to survive on raw food anymore, we'll die. Yeah. If you, you can't do raw meat, well, and that's <laughs> and raw that's vegetables. The don't difference you. between uh, us and <coughs> Neanderthals is that. They had much bigger teeth, stronger jaws, because mm. they did a lot of grinding and stuff yeah. like that. And they had a little bit smaller brains. The more cooked food we had, it gave us more protein, more right. energy. We had to spend less time eking out a meager yeah. existence. So everything about our body have to have cooked food. All these raw food people are idiots. They have to supplement their diets or they'll die. Yep. So that's not a natural way to eat. Um, so that is, the second one is around... Um, air which is baking and stuff and just really cool like from how all of this stuff worked up into our food what our modern cuisine yeah. is um this uh, one is a uh, the water one is about fermentation which i didn't realize like two-thirds of all food products are fermented yeah um and the other one is around um i don't i don't remember what the last one was but su- super cool um, and it's because it's 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 this one's a little bit more of a documentary about how all this stuff came about. It's called about. Cooked, right? Yeah, Cooked, cooked okay. is the name of this, and it's four episodes: fire, water, earth, and air. Um, super cool. The guy took a long time to build the skill set and to make the the series cooked. So yeah, uh, when they uh, was on that first episode of um, of Chef's Table, when they cut open that Parmesan wheel. Oh God, that's that so made my mouth water. That made my mouth water. He offered the cameraman a slice. He's offering everybody, he's right. feeding everybody, and it just yeah, it was nice to see somebody. This is nice. He was like, you know, he's driven. Not a bad dude. Yeah. Takes care of his people. Has a wife that loves him. And all of those chefs that are featured so far are that kind of. I remember really you struggled. I remember you mentioned that. Yeah, um, they really rebelled against the harshness of the high-end kitchen um they wanted it to be about the client and about putting out food and finding new ways to make things taste different or be um storytelling into food art into food all this stuff um that's that stuff's super compelling though the guy that i just watched the one the other night um is a brazilian um chef and how he was a in a punk rock band and Got in, went to Europe, where and if you think about it, it's one big punk rock band, seven billion players. Um, went to Europe, tried to cook French, couldn't cook French, and a guy told him, like, man, you cook French food okay. 
but I'm from France. You'll never be able to cook as good as me. And he's like, what the fuck? I need to go home and I'm from Brazil. I should be cooking Brazilian cuisine, which didn't really exist at that time in terms of you could walk into a restaurant and have a Brazilian dish. Yeah. Um, it was work food or peasant food and he's elevated all that. And he has like the, well, that's, that's sort of the, basically the same thing that, that, that first, first chef did from Italy is that he took all these, lasagna and turned it on its head right and turned it you know all these tortellini you know seven of them on a plate with some broth on each side <laughs> seven tortellini marching through a swamp right. <laughs> and he has all these like it sounds like works of art and that's right. what he was influenced by his wife to make it into art drop the, a the guy, lemon, uh, drop a lemon custard or whatever that right. was and it's, it's not broken Let's make it an art. Let's break the other one. <laughs> you right. know, it's really cool. And uh, the guy that they do in Chicago, he is his translations. It's he's in the second, second series. He's all his entire thing is trying to bring art into food, and I don't mean making food look pretty, but make it edible art. Yeah, you know. Um, all right, cool. Well, that's it for uh, this week, and uh, we're almost at an hour for the second part. Man, we've just blasted through two hours. So much right. stuff. All right. Later. Later, people. Bye.